Welcome to I Like the Way You Work It, a podcast from your friends at Dateline Digital Printing. At Dateline, we care a lot about taking unusually good care of people and helping them do their very best work. This podcast is a gift to the remarkable people we have the honor of serving. And now, I Like the Way You Work It, with your host, Jeff Welch. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of I Like the Way You Work It. I am Jeff Welch and I am here today sharing a conversation that I just had with my operations manager at Dateline, uh, Ashley Swibold. Uh, she is really good people. She is a remarkable person and uh, in this interview we talk about her uh, kind of internal drive, uh, this uh, level of responsibility that she has demonstrated since she was a teenager and her path with our company and how she is completely a nerd about interviewing and hiring people and we talk about some of the uh, interesting things that go on in, in the hiring process but Ashley is such an asset to this organization and at at the risk of uh, this being very self-congratulatory uh, yeah I'm a freaking genius for hiring her so you are you are fully pregnant Oh yeah. How, At least I feel fully pregnant. And but you are also a dancer. Has this impacted your ability to enjoy dancing mm. at the level that you normally enjoy it? It has affected my energy. Yes. <laughs> so I haven't gone out as much, but so far when I have gone out dancing, yeah. um luckily I can still balance. I can still, you know, turn. I yeah. don't I don't fall over or stumble. Um actually it's almost more natural dancing than like here at work I'll like clip myself on the corner of the counter more Mm -hmm. I'll stumble more it's just I feel a little bit klutzier well yeah I mean you're the the body you have known for most of your life is a little bit different and I've said for many times if I moved every counter in this place one inch to the left oh it'd be horrible everyone would trip and fall all the time because it's like you just have this this mental memory of where everything is at. Yes. And you wouldn't know why it was weird, but you would come in and say, everything is strange. So I, mm-hmm. I can, I can understand yeah. that. Yep. You know, my body's been changing a little bit too over the years. So <laughs> oh, are you I expecting? can fully relate. <laughs> if only, if only that were the reason. Uh, it is, it's good to be able to have this conversation with you on the podcast. I've, I've been sort of kicking the can down the road a little bit on having people from inside the store. Uh-huh. But I've wanted to have you on. I've, I've, I've wanted to have to get your perspective on some things on the podcast. And so we're just we're just going to do it like I'm in charge of it. Excellent. So let's just just make it happen. You have the power. Yes, I have the recorder and, you know, the Internet still exists. So I should be able to just <laughs> combine those two things to make this happen. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about your like we've had a very protracted kind of uh on again off again professional relationship here so you you worked here when like how old were you oh i uh, i think i was 19 something like sounds that, yeah. right mm-hmm. i could have started at 18 but you know in that in that range yeah yeah uh and i will i will never forget um coming in for my interview i think it was the day before i had called to confirm mm-hmm. and later on you told me that that was like 
a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you were you were you were like that that really earned you some points there. Yeah. And I I remembered that. Um cuz it was just it was one of those things I was like I I feel really really confident about when and where and everything, but I'm just going to call, con- confirm, make sure that we're on the same page, make sure he's ready for me to show up. Yeah. And I guess that left an impression. So Yeah. <laughs> I mean that is not in my experience, let me not say universally, but in my mm-hmm. experience that is not a classic trait of an 18, 19-year-old person. Which, as an adult, I see that yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Which is demonstrated conscientiousness. And I, if I'm being honest, I, I have no recollection of any of that. Oh, sure. Well, like, think about it. I mean, you were hiring people regularly. I'm like, that is, it's been sucked into some mm-hmm. sort of black mm-hmm. hole of oh, memory. Sure. Yep, yep. I remember you working here. <laughs> well, that's good. If you didn't remember that part, I'd be a little concerned. I remember the day you left. So this was the kind of employee you were at 18 or 19. Um, when you decided that you were going to move on, you had some opportunities to go overseas and you were, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't like you were just moving to the shop down the street, but right. you were going to be leaving. Moving away. Yes. And when you decided that that was going to be what you were going to do, you literally found your replacement and sort of like... <laughs> On a platter, here's somebody who would probably do a really good job of replacing me. Yeah, yeah. Also not a thing most 18, 19-year-olds <laughs> do, I, th- I think. Probably not, no. I I really, well, first of all, I felt terrible leaving. You know, I, I just had that sense of loyalty and responsibility that mm-hmm. that I felt guilty. So <laughs> so part of it was, was genuinely wanting to, you know, leave you in good hands. But, um, but the flip side is, you know, I knew this person that was a really cool person a Mm -hmm. good person and this being a a great place to work i wanted her to have that opportunity too so it was was just the meeting of of two really really good things mutually beneficial um and so uh yeah i introduced her and how how long has it been I it's twelve or thirteen. After a certain number of years, I, it, I don't. I can't it's count harder them to count. Yeah, but yeah, but she has been here for years. about twelve years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, going on thirteen. I so think. that that worked out pretty well. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that was a win. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I will I will solidly put that in the win category as well. Um, so you you go off for a number of years and you're traveling yeah. and yeah. you're living your life. Yeah. And I doing moved away stuff. for almost. Uh, Right around six years, I was gone. Yeah. I came back briefly in between, mm-hmm. and um, so I was here for I think a little, little bit more than a summer. And I was sure to stop in, mm-hmm. and it was fantastic to see how much Dateline had grown, yeah, and how much you had grown. I mean, that was that was a a, a big deal to come in here and see what you were doing with the place. Um, well, that was right around like thanks, thanks Fairbanks, Fairbanks yep. time, yeah, because you came to the open yep. house. Mm-hmm. I decided to go for a run, and you, which, yeah. uh-huh, yes, which was this. really not running is not my thing. But <laughs> <laughs> I lived just close enough that I was like, this is something I should try to do. I should try to like actually run into town instead of just drive all the time. And so I decided, hey, they're having an open house, and and I've got a free day. And so I <laughs> decided to run into Dateline all sweaty and enjoy a cupcake, get yeah. a little sugar rush for, exactly the, what you for need, the run right? back. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was really cool to see where you guys were at. Um, and, you know, I was working at, uh, I worked at some other sign shop mm-hmm. while I was back for that oh, period yeah, of time. Yeah. yeah. I lined that job up before I came back to him. I'm pretty yeah, proactive again, when it comes to these things. <laughs> again, there's the, more of those <laughs> indicators right there. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and yeah, then I then I had gone back to Germany afterwards. So, but that was a, that was a good little brief um, 
reunion to yeah. get to see all you guys and yeah. see how it was going. And so fast forward to 2000, end of 2015, maybe? That sounds about right, because I think I started back in 2016. 16. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is it three or four? Four. Okay. It, does, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> somewhere in the mid yep. to low teens of mm-hmm. the 2000s, um, I remember being in, it was around Christmas time. I remember being yep. in Fred Meyer yep. uh, East, which I'm rarely in Fred Meyer East. I am a Meant to be. Fred Meyer West person. <laughs> uh, but uh, no offense to Fred Meyer East people. I'm just not one of you. I'm You're a Fred just not Meyer from West that person. side, you know? Um, yeah, so I, we were in there, and I remember seeing you working at the jewelry store yep, there. Yep, yep. And, go ahead. It was, it was fun. It just, uh, when, just because you're good at something and can do it doesn't mean, doesn't mean it's your niche or you're really yeah. enjoying it. And so that's how I felt there. It was, it was really, it was good for me. It was, um, it was something that I wanted to, uh, to branch off of what I'd already experienced. Um, but I, it just wasn't very gratifying. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was a cool job, good people, but selling jewelry just, it didn't do it, it for me. Thing, yeah. <laughs> Well, and I remember leaving the store that night. We we exchanged pleasantries. Yep. I you know I had, I was surprised you were there. I didn't know that. I didn't. Even, I don't think I even knew you were back in Fairbanks at that point. But so I was like, oh my goodness, right, you know, how are you right. doing? And I remember leaving and telling my wife, um, I don't know if she has any interest in coming back to Dateline at all. But I would be a fool not to at least suggest it. Um, maybe she'll say, oh my goodness, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's so far in my past. <laughs> I can't stand um, you people. But, what? <laughs> but I, it was one of those things where the the impression you had made at 18 or 19, being conscientious, being responsible, um, really um, doing good work and um, not needing to be told to do good work. Like mm. that was just part of your makeup. It was, was my standard. You were going to yeah. show up and say, here's the level of, of output that I'm going to give. Um, this is probably eight or nine years later at this point, And I just like, I've, I've got to at least find out. I'm um, glad you did. <laughs> well, me too. Me too. Yeah. Um, cause that's been a number of years ago now. And, um, and that the, the beauty part of that, um, transaction for lack of a better uh-huh. word was I really felt like that epitomized how, uh, good professional relationship should be because we had this conversation and it was this completely goodwill conversation, right? Like both of us entered this, at least now I don't want to project too much on you. I feel <laughs> like, like we had a conversation yeah. about this, but where we both felt like the other person wasn't trying to like get over on you, exactly. you know, like oh, you, yeah, yeah. you were able to have an mm-hmm. open and direct discussion around, here's what I need. Here's what I can offer. Yep. Here's what you need. And it wasn't That's the easy way trying to, go to about skirt it. around what is it? What do they really mean exactly. when they say this? What, are they... what can I get out of them? Yeah. Like how, how, yeah, no, it's, it, it wasn't like that at all. And I'm, I, I'm not a fan of that style of negotiating. Mm. I much prefer clear, open, honest to the point. Mm-hmm. Um, and in general you get what you give. So that's kind of what I, yeah. <laughs> what I go after. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a great conversation because, I, I was able to just kind of explain to you, well, here's what I'm doing now. And it's, it's good, but it's not, um, 
it's not like my passion. It's mm-hmm. not like I feel, I feel super gratified at the end of the day. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's, everyone's making a living. I had a mortgage to pay. Yeah, sure. And so, um, so yeah, being able to have the, the conversation of, Hey, I'd love to come back, but I would need X, Y, Z. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, that was, um, I'm glad those things, what I had to offer and what you <laughs> needed were similar. I'm glad that those were, uh, not completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, and so you've been here for a handful of years. You're the operations manager. Now you are literally the person who, um, makes things work. You are, to be completely a jerk, you are the me <laughs> from how, however many years ago, 15 years ago. Um, I, I, I say that compl- in a complimentary way. I Hopefully that's it. how you take it. Yeah, You're like, yeah, yeah. that's not <laughs> ideal. No, but like uh, I remember when, you know, when I worked here for Terrell, there was a point where I got to just kind of run the show. And that's kind of where you're at now in terms of I, I handle the administrative functions and I'm doing a lot of that. But for the most part, you you run the floor out there and I check in with you when I need to know what's going on. <laughs> well, fortunately, um, our team makes that really, really yes, easy. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, it's what I it's what I enjoy is is going through and just making sure that everyone has what they need, mm-hmm. making sure that things are being done in a, a smart way. Yeah. Uh, efficiency is is really big for me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. For me as well. So that's probably why oh, I appreciate yeah. the work you uh-huh, do. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> if I see something that that could be done better or, or just something simple. I mean, we've had this conversation about uh, a tool that would make everything so much yeah. easier. Why do without it? Yeah. One, one simple thing and you're going to save time. You're going to save money in the long run. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just uh, something that I, I take some, I take pride in it and I also enjoy it being able to yeah. make things run like a well-oiled machine and uh, the multitasking, love the multitasking. Yeah. I mean, to be able to have, uh, three machines running and you're helping people at the counter, you're answering the phone, you're helping a coworker put out a fire. Not literally. Yeah, uh, that, that would be <laughs> not good. Uh, but we get to save the day a lot here too. Sure. And so having been here as, as long as I have, when, when a coworker has a weird job or a weird problem or a problem with one of the machines, usually being able to step in and fix that or, mm-hmm. or help is awesome. That's such a good feeling. Yeah. So what do you think is different, unusual, I don't know, weird, whatever you want to call it, about what we do here? And maybe how do you contribute to that? Well, one of the huge reasons I was so interested in coming back is how passionate you are about personal development. Um, how, How Dateline fosters an environment of... Um, growth and um, continued progress as far as uh, well both both in the work we do but mm-hmm. but personally too um, one of the first things you did I think is uh, you sent me to a accounting class mm-hmm. so I could have a better grasp on that like there are very few employers out there who have any interest in investing in their employees yeah. and so to me that's that's incredibly valuable um, just the the human approach to it uh, and I think that because of the way Dateline is, because of the way we are, um, we attract really, really great people to work with 
So yeah. then that complements each other, you know, you're, sure. you're yeah. helping each other be better. You're encouraging, you're encouraging each other to, um, develop yourselves professionally and personally. Uh, and that's really unique. You don't see that most people, most places it's, you clock in, you do your hours, mm-hmm. you clock out, uh, you build some relationships along the way, but it's, it's just not the same. Yeah. And we, we've talked along the way about the idea of growth from a expansion standpoint, from a, do we have more locations and all that good stuff? And the thing I've always come back to is that, um, I don't want to grow beyond my ability to take really good care of people. Mm-hmm. And when I, whenever I have this like notion in my mind of there being this satellite store with other people right. that I'm not like <laughs> directly involved in right. and not like micromanaging, but where but I, I know where you can't them, take care of them. Yeah. You yeah, can't completely mm-hmm. like I know mm-hmm. you guys it's, that's I don't like it because you would have to trust <laughs> someone else to take care of those employees yeah. and that's that's a tough thing because when you know you know you care but mm. you're putting someone else in charge of these people and you have zero guarantee they're going to do it the way yes. you think it should be done except that's what I've done with you so <laughs> um, so um, what do you think you contribute to the things that you think are interesting or unique or valuable around here like how do you feel like your influence shows up in fostering those kind of things um well I am a little weird and yeah. and I think that uh, let's not downplay that <laughs> I think that uh, fortunately my weird fits really well um yeah and and gosh i i've ran out i've i completely blanked on good things to say about myself right now yeah um, <laughs> this, this sounds right i was i was at leadership fairbanks yesterday the guest speaker every time in the q a afterwards somebody would say something nice about them they were like teflon they were like neo in the matrix like dodging bullets yeah they're yeah. like no 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 that's because of this and that's be- uh it was it was lovely to hear someone in like a c-suite kind of role be incredibly humble but okay so so <laughs> will interview me about you. How's uh, that? How's that? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so, you, I mean, you, I, I, th- I think that the, the culture of a company is like fostered from the top down in terms of the kind of environment that the leadership encourages, encourages mm-hmm. are generally the kind of things that people either gravitate towards or they wash out. They're like, I don't want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you have really taken to the idea of like, we are human people at work. And so we show up to work hard all day and like bust our humps. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not just, yeah. Work hey, ethic is a huge thing. People, yeah. <laughs> it's good to be people and we just want to be happy. Um, the, the work is necessary and then we do everything we can to take really good care of the people who are showing up and putting in good work. Mm -hmm. And that is definitely something that you excel at that you, you come in and everyone um, respects you, not just because of like authority, but they respect you because they know that you care. You know that they, they know, excuse me, (laughs) I'm saying that backwards. They know that you legitimately um, you're there to make sure that good work happens but you care about them along the way Absolutely. and you're not just, you know, trying to get six more widgets out of somebody before right. the day ends. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. There, there is a big difference between, um, between coming in with the intent of just cranking out everything you can as fast as you can and forgetting, you know, the people, yeah. the people are people. Everyone's got personal lives. 
I'm, I am really good at checking my personal life at the door. Um, and I've had to learn that that's not everyone, (laughs) but, um, but that's been really good for me that, that growth and and helping them know that, Hey, if you're having a bad day, I, I get it. I'm going to do everything I can to support you when you're having a bad day, Mm -hmm. but I'm also going to respect the heck out of you when you still walk up to that customer and treat them great Mm-hmm. just like you would any other day. Yeah. Um, so I think I think a lot of it is back to what you foster and encourage. And so when when someone's having a bad day and they're being a grump, <laughs> the difference between having a conversation like, hey, what's going on? Are you okay? That can change everything. Oh, sure. Um, but then still having the expectation of like, okay, well, well, we'll get through this. Let me know if I can do anything to help. Yeah. But... There's still work to There's be done. There's still work yeah, to be yes, done. Yeah. So, so it's, it, I think that that's where the respect part comes in. Like there's no, I've never, I've never wanted respect from fear. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's never been something that, um, I mean, what's, what's the fun in someone doing what you say or, or trying to, not even doing what you say. When someone cares about what you think, they're going to work harder mm-hmm. just, just based on that. Yeah. And so you want to be the type of person someone wants to work hard for. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really that's really what it circles back to is is there's no there's no desire to be threatening or intimidating. It's a desire to have like a mutual respect and desire to help each other. Yeah. And that I think is the magic that exists outside of this office is that that exists. You know, like those. Uh, like every thread is connected to every other mm-hmm, thread, you mm-hmm. know, and there's this big web that gets weaved. Yeah. And so it's not that people respect you and because of that there's dot, dot, dot. Right. It's that everyone respects everyone else. Mm-hmm. And we don't um, want to let each other down. Yeah, we don't I, wanna... I really want there to be a sense that people show up not to do good work for me, not even to do good work for you necessarily, mm-hmm. but for each other. That they're Absolutely. looking at the people beside them and saying, if I don't do my job well... It's going to affect. It's going to affect everyone else, and mm-hmm. you do a great job of, of really fostering that and and creating an atmosphere where people recognize that their contributions aren't really about themselves and they aren't really about the company. They're about the community, as it were. You mm-hmm. know, uh, the community yeah. people inside of here yeah. that you show up to support the people around you, mm-hmm. not just to impress your boss yeah. or to. Yep. You know, crank out all the widgets. That's important. I mean, we have to do the work. Mm-hmm. But um, but this funny thing happens magically mm. where when people are happy and working hard together and for each other mm. and not just for the paycheck, uh, they tend to crank out more widgets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a correlation there. I sure. mean, when you have that team mentality and you're working for each other, it's easier to be motivated to work harder. Yeah. Um, you know, when when I was on closing shift the desire to make sure that I'm not leaving the morning crew in a lurch. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't want to be that person. <laughs> yeah. They're grumbling and complaining about you every morning. Oh, Ashley, she yeah. did it again. Yep. Yep. She yeah. left these brochures for me to fold. So part of your responsibility now though, is like, we're looking for a new person right now. Mm-hmm. We are actively, we, we have, uh, you've been here for four plus years. We've got somebody who's been here about three years. We've got, uh, someone who's very new and then someone kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's Rhonda who's been here forever. Exactly. Uh, but 
uh, someone in the middle who is uh, moving on to uh, another chapter in their life. Yep, yep. And so we need to get a new person in here. And you are such a nerd. I know. I say in the most complimentary way <laughs> about interviewing. And hiring, yeah. I yeah. love that you love this because yeah. I, I don't think I love it as much as you do. It's interesting. <laughs> I don't think most people do. And I don't know, I don't know what it is. I think part of it is, and knock on wood, right now I have a really good track record. Because not only Rhonda... But um, Melinda, yeah, you referred her. Wonderful. Yeah. I I love Melinda. I adore Melinda. She's um, she is an awesome person to work with, and uh, just she brings such energy and joy to the workplace. Yeah. Uh, and she's been here almost. She's going on. Yeah, she's two and a half, three years. Almost. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. going on three years, and so um. And I've I've uh, hired people at some other jobs that that went pretty well as well. So so right now, <laughs> I feel like my track record is such. I feel like it's something that I'm really good at finding the right person, mm -hmm. the right fit. Um, good at good at reading people and um, seeing if because it, it goes both ways. It's not just can they do the job, but are they going to actually like this job? Yeah. And weeding those ones out that are just looking for for a job versus yeah. the people who want this job. Yeah. And who are who are going to fit with everyone else and personality. Like, there's yeah. so much to that yes. stew. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> like um I mean the the uh capability to do the job is one thing but yeah you have to have a personality compatibility too yeah because you could have someone that would rock at this job and not get along with anyone that's yeah. no good that won't work <laughs> yeah and, and it's it's all these combinations of factors right the person who could do part of the job really well but can't deal with interruptions mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're just not going to be successful exactly you got to be able to do multitasking here yeah. it's it's literally a necessity um, or the ability you know someone could be super computer savvy and do great on all our computers but then horrible with customer service yeah. you know so it really is a, a multifaceted job which is one of the things i love yeah. about it and it took a while for me to be able to to comprehend that not everyone can multitask yeah. you know it's just it's one of those it's just like it's just like uh you know not everyone can handle conflict mm -hmm. um that i think is is one of the things that uh that makes me enjoy everything about this and taking care of people and being in kind of a uh, any sort of managerial role mm -hmm. is to be able to to be able to step in and <laughs> and yeah. guard for someone block for someone you know yeah. whether that is um, whether that is someone upset and all it takes is all it takes is a conversation then you realize oh no we, we can we can take care of this yeah. everyone can be happy here yeah uh, so conflict resolution is is something I really really enjoy and being able to help my coworkers with that, yeah. help the employees here with that, because um, for a lot of people, that is an incredibly uncomfortable thing. Sure. And don't get me wrong, it's it's a little uncomfortable, but it's a challenge that I really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's why, that's one of the reasons yeah. why you're a great leader is because you do realize that sometimes, I think Simon Sinek says that the cost of leadership is self-interest. And so sometimes, in fact, quite often as a leader, you're putting yourself in harm's way. You're putting yourself yes, in that difficult yes. situation to take care of the people yep. who, yep. you know. And you, for you're, whatever you're reason, yeah. I, I kind of get a, a kick out of that. Yeah. I kind of get a rush from that. And so um, it's uh, it's definitely one of the things I enjoy about being able to protect the people sure. here. Yeah. It, it feels very mother hen-ish, I guess. But <laughs> Actually, the mother hen... <laughs>
What are some red flags for you when someone is in an interview and they do X? Oh my gosh. What is what are some of the things where you are <laughs> starting to get a little nervous that this is probably not the person for you? Um for us. If they talk with a very us versus them mentality about customers. Mm-hmm. You know, we, frankly, we love yeah. our customers and there are always going to be entertaining ac- interactions when you work in customer service. There's always going to be. It's a nice way to put it. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> it, the, we had some entertaining interactions yeah, today. It, yeah. it happens and it's part of it. Um, but I would say that our culture here is very good about, no, we're taking care of them. Mm-hmm. We're trying to make sure that they're getting what they need. And, um, and that they leave here thinking, oh, wow, you know, they, they actually, they actually like cared about what they're doing for me. Um, and so it's, it's definitely a red flag if a person comes in with kind of an us versus them, them attitude. Uh, that's not a healthy way to healthy way to be. Sometimes you can turn that around, but some people just have that really deeply ingrained in them that, that the customers are an inconvenience. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes they show that in the interview. Sometimes they give them, give themselves away. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure that's kind of a, a questions designed to elicit mm-hmm. certain kinds of res- default responses, yep, you yep. know? Um, what about some advice for people who are sending their resume in? Oh boy, like do what, I have things to what say. What are the things that <laughs> impress you or the things that make you say, this is a non-starter. I'm not even going to call this person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've I've had some good conversations with uh, with my coworker about this actually because, um, in my opinion, short and sweet has its place. But but come on, give give me something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, the idea that just throwing in some information, you know, the the practical information and submitting is um the way to keep it short and sweet i i don't think that that's a good good way to go mm-hmm. if you are going to submit a resume i would hope to see some small blurb about about you it, it doesn't need to be an essay it doesn't need mm-hmm. to be a paragraph it doesn't even have to be a whole cover letter just something about um preferably why you want this job yeah i understand not everyone can customize a resume for every job they apply for although that's how i did it yeah <laughs> I mean, it seems like a better way to it, get a job if you yeah if you <laughs> actually want that job yeah. and so that shows your interest level right if if someone's resume says oh i'm really interested in the medical field blah blah blah, blah and they apply here i'm just kind of like hmm i feel like yeah why why is that maybe, the lead line uh-huh, for this uh-huh. job yeah so, so thinking about your audience, yeah. of course, it's different if you're just applying to all restaurants. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure, you can probably get away with the same yeah, the same generic, resume, yeah. but customizing it's really really valuable. And so, I, again, like I know I know a lot of people aren't aren't uh, putting this much time when they're trying to apply to a lot of different places, but research the place you're applying. Know what yeah. you're signing up for. I mean, we're a very fast paced, on your feet uh multitasking environment and so if you want a desk job don't apply yeah, here like know to, yeah. <laughs> know what you want you know look at our website we have so much i'd say that we're a lot more um we're we're out there a lot more like they they yeah. can find yes. things about yes. us they can see what we what we do and what our culture here is yeah. like we're we put ourselves out there a lot as a company yeah. dateline puts itself out there and so it would not be hard 
with your quick Google search. Not at all. To see. Not even a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. To, to see what kind of place we are and just modify your resume a little bit. Yeah. To cater to that. I feel like there's an element of vanity in it for me just it, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Uh -huh. No, but but like there between hundreds of videos that you I've work hard posted, on this, yes. Podcasts, email, like all this stuff that we put out there. We are thanks Fairbanks, we're constantly putting things out. And when someone comes in and has no clue that any of those things exactly. exist. Exactly. I'm it's always a little bit like I mean, Did really you not just, even look us just up? Google it real quick. Like uh -huh. just for a second. Uh -huh. That always blows me away because, uh, and I, I have a very like marketing kind of mindset, so I maybe I'm just weird that way. But if I were looking for a job, the first exactly. thing I would want to do is find something that I could be like, oh, hey, and you like this, and I like exactly. that too. Not to be pandering, but I would try to find some sort of connection that I mm -hmm. could play on and say, hey, we're similar. It makes sense. Yes. Like that, that makes perfect sense. I love what you did with this. It's like, it's so, like a date, right? I mean- yeah. <laughs> you want to find things you have in common with a person you're going on a date with. Well, an interview is a first date. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. So think about those things. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I guess it, it, it would be stupid to not say, I mean, we're hiring for someone right now. So yes, we are. this is your opportunity to really impress Ashley and send in a resume. <laughs> Please impress that, me. Where you've Googled us first uh -huh, and uh -huh. whether you have refer, where you have references and you've said something about yourself to indicate that you are a real human person mm -hmm. who has some form of ambition, yeah. some, some drive towards something. It doesn't even have to be, you know, I don't expect someone to be like printing has been my dream yeah. forever. Yep. You know, I don't expect that, but, but being part of an awesome team, heck yeah. Yeah. Like that's a good goal to have. Well, and I would like to think that, um, again, I don't want to be arrogant, but I would <laughs> like to think that we have the kind of atmosphere that people would like to be a part of. And I am arrogant enough to say, yes, sir, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is fact. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it seems that way, but I'm real close to it, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would like to think that the reason that people stick around, the reason that you wanted to come back um, had something to do with us doing something right from an employee perspective like there are all these facets right you got to mm -hmm. do it right from the money side you got to take care of customers really well but you also have to take care of your employees really well and mm -hmm. i'd like to think that we're the kind of place where um for the right person the person who cares and wants to show up and do hard work not just for anybody mm -hmm. but for the right person um that we're gonna go out of our way to make sure that uh every day um, busting their hump doing the work they do is mm -hmm. also a little bit fun yeah. and a little bit uh, uh, where you feel like the, the biggest compliment I think that I get from you guys is when you come back from a trip and you're glad to see one another mm -hmm. when yeah. you come back and say I had a great time on my trip but, but I couldn't wait to, to see you guys yeah. on Monday <laughs> that to me is like these people mm. are like that's the environment that yeah. I want to have yeah. so and I feel like that's important to know we're very different people too. Oh yeah. And yes. so this is not like, oh, we've just found, we've just found, you know, five or six people that are clones. just exactly yeah. the same. <laughs> and so they get along perfectly. Like that's, that's not what we're talking about because yeah. we, how different we are is one of our strengths. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to fit a, a specific, um, a specific type. Yeah. Demographic. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, 
<laughs> the diversity can be a really wonderful thing yeah. because if we have someone that thinks differently, they're going to have a different perspective. They're going to have something new to offer. Yeah. So being excited to see each other is not just because we're all the same person. Yeah. It's, it's, there's just this genuine, um, this genuine thing that has grown here because of, because of what we foster in the team environment yeah. we have. Well, and I, uh, I'll, I'll head to the end here by saying, I appreciate that you do that. I appreciate that. Um, I don't have to worry that if I'm not here, um, that those values, the kinds of things mm-hmm. that I care about our business being about, those aren't lost. Um, those are very much, um, things that you care about as well. And that I think everyone here cares yep. about. That's the one um, thing you do have to have in common. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You got to care about that. I think that's that. it. Yeah. What we're looking yeah. for people who uh, are, are willing to care about one another and who mm-hmm. care about doing good work. Mm-hmm. If you care about those things, the rest of the stuff is probably going to fall in line if you have some aptitude. Yeah. Um, I would much rather have somebody um, who needs some extra training around the technical stuff. Absolutely. But gets the people stuff mm-hmm. um, than to say, man, they're they're a whiz. They know all the machines already, but man, no one likes to be around. <laughs> That's that's not a win you know so exactly um, yeah so i appreciate uh what you bring to this work every single day i appreciate that you absolutely do care about the work about the people um and that uh you are a huge part of the success we have here so i appreciate that you let me be (laughs) well how about that Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to The Spark, our weekly email for people who want to do their very best work. All the details are at datelinedigital.com forward slash spark.